Hey, thanks for joining us for Digging Deeper. In our uh, message this week, we looked at 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 21, and had a great conversation with my buddy Marlon after church yesterday. So this is Marlon Pennant. Thanks for joining us today. Um, he's making his Digging Deeper debut, but we had a great conversation with some uh, thoughts and ideas in the lobby after church yesterday. He happened to come by this morning, and I'm like, dude, let's replicate that conversation we had yesterday but let all of you overhear it this time. So here's what we're going to start with. We're going to start with uh, 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So Marlon, here's a question. Yes, sir. We know we're a new creation in Christ. Mm -hmm. We know the old has passed away. Mm -hmm. The conversation we had yesterday was rooted in the idea of, okay, I know this, mm -hmm. but where and how does verse 17 show up in the practice of my life? Mm -hmm. So let's go to that place in the practicalities mm -hmm. of being human, but also mm -hmm. being a new creation in Christ mm -hmm. and being uh, the old self having passed away. How now do we live? Right. You live in a state of realizing that this is the work of the Spirit and not your own work. So what that looks like, it's a perpetual life of repentance. Mm. It's a perpetual life of prayer. It's a perpetual life of understanding that you're in need of God's Spirit because it's His nature that's making you alive. So as you dig, am I saying this right? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm loving how, exactly how you're saying it. So um, as you dig, as you dig in deeper to your, as you dig in deeper, you're, reali you're realizing within yourself that you're unable. So the sin that you may struggle with, right? right. And the sin right. that you may fight with, every day, the things that you may do that you think may displease God, the reason why it has no power over you is because these are the things that you do not want to do, like how right, Paul says. Right, and that's and repentance, said, right? Yes, exactly. Because we, we talked about that yesterday, because that repentance is a new mind. Exactly. It's changing how we think. Yes. And so, you're saying the metanoia. Yeah, yeah. That. So that yeah. Greek word is metanoia. It's actually a, a compound word in the Greek. Meta means new. And noia means knowledge. Mm -hmm. And so maybe that's, because we talked about this a little bit last week in mm -hmm. Digging Deeper, mm -hmm. maybe that's where we need to zone in on. Mm -hmm. This idea that how do I know I'm a new creation? Because I don't want these things anymore. Exactly. Repentance then becomes a desire of my heart, mm -hmm. not a, a, a way to avoid punishment. No, no. And no, that's yeah. kind of what you were saying yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think, and like, even to illustrate it further, it's like a wolf that has been changed into a cow, mm. but still looks like a wolf and still sometimes has the appetite for a wolf. But if you gave a cow the opportunity to eat meat, the cow won't eat it. Right. And this is what God has done. Right. <laughs> you are, he's, he's changed your nature in a way where you will desire uh, only grass. Right. But you still have to fight this old way that you were 
Right. And you still kind of look like it. Yeah, and so taking that a step further as this cow that used to be a wolf, if it decides I'm going to taste meat, it gets sick. It gets sick. And that's what happens to us. As people go. who are a new creation in Christ, the old has passed away. Mm -hmm. That old stuff is still here. It's still there. And we might have those appetites at times. Yep. But if we feed those appetites, we get sick. There we get go. shameful. We there get guilty. We get upset. There we get depressed. We get yep. overwhelmed. We get all those things that come right. from trying to live off of food that does not sustain who we are now. And that is important to understand because the fact that you're getting sick means that you're being renewed. Right, <laughs> right. So how do I know I'm a new creation? Because the stuff that used to feed me now actually makes me violently Ill. Ill. It makes and me so sick. There's the that's new how creation. you. That's how you know you're being renewed. Yeah. And if like it's like a, a preacher, a good preacher one time said this. As opposed to the one we have. As <laughs> we have a good preacher right here. Everybody knows that. But um, he said, somebody said to him, I don't know if I'm saved. I don't know if I'm saved. This was actually Brother Paul Washer. I don't know if people know him or not. Uh, yeah. But, but um, he said, I don't know if I'm, uh, somebody came, to, a saint came to him. I don't know if I'm saved. I don't know if I'm saved. Because he, he, had, he still had the works-based system in, mm -hmm. in the back of his mind. Right. He understands right. salvation through grace alone. He understands Jesus Christ, but he just doesn't know for some reason he can't reconcile with himself that he's saved. And he, he, he's going to this preacher and he's asking, how do I know that I'm saved? Right. Because he's in the word, he's in scripture, and he saw, let, everyone, let every man work out their salvation with fear and trembling. Mm -hmm. And so now he's in fear and he's in trembling and he's in front of this uh, this preacher, brilliant preacher, and he says, I don't know if I'm saved. I don't know if I'm saved. How do I know? You know what this pastor actually told him to yeah, do? Yeah, let me hear it. He said, take your card, your credit card, and go and live a worldly life. Take, use all the money you have. It'll, divorce your wife, treat her badly, cheat, do whatever you want, do whatever you want, go and do it. And he, he paused and he's like, but I, I, I can't. He's like, no, I'm telling you as a pastor, this is the advice I'm telling you, go and do it. Go and steal something, go and do drugs, do whatever you want, go and do it right now. Leave this place and go and do it. That is what I'm telling you to do, go. And he said, I can't, I can't, yeah. I can't, why? I, I just, I can't. And he said, you're, that's a, this is how you know you're saved. Right, right. This is how you know you're saved. Yeah. Because you cannot, you do not want the things of the world because God has put a new nature in you. That nature is just being renewed every day right. and being strengthened every day. So yes, you may fall sometimes. Yes, you may bleed sometimes but it doesn't mean that you're not saved because what you said on Sunday, which is perfect. Being saved has nothing to do with what you're doing. It has everything to do with the position that Jesus Christ has put right. you in right. because of his sacrifice. And, and that's the thing that we need to understand. We think the evidence of salvation comes through our actions, through mm -hmm. our practices, but the reality is the evidence of salvation shows up first in our desires. Right. What we want. What we and, want. And, and that speaks to nature. 
So mm-hmm. I think Second Peter 1, we've got to keep hammering that idea that you are now a partaker of the divine nature. nature. Am I perfectly a partaker of it? No. no. Am I fully a partaker of it? No. Is it in me and growing and expanding and overtaking my desires and my thoughts and my mind and my will? Yes. Yeah. But what I cannot do when my old self will and desires show up Mm -hmm. and they push back on that divine nature that's now in me, what I cannot do is question my salvation my position in Christ because the only thing that does is to say Christ I'm not sure that you're adequate there you go and and this is part of the conversation we had at the church the idea of it's pride and that's there you go and it's a pride that says somehow I am such a good sinner that I had the capacity to out God's grace. Yeah, yeah. And yet we hear people in church all the time, and they act as if it's some deep sp- act of spiritual humility mm. to question whether or not God can forgive them. Yeah. And that's no act of spiritual humility. No. That's a diminishment of yeah. the sacrifice of Jesus yes. Christ to yes. say, God, I'm not sure that you can forgive yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. I would go so far as to say, and uh-huh. we can... We can hash this out at some other point because it's more than we can talk about in a conversation here. But Mm -hmm. I would go so far to say that even if you fail to understand the finality of the cross, Mm -hmm. that's an act of pride. Yes. So to, to stand and go, oh, I've sinned and I need to ask Christ to forgive me. He did. He did. He did it at the cross 2,000 years ago. Once, as Hebrews says, once for all. Yes. And so the finality of that isn't come when I make a mistake and I go, oh, God, can you take me back because I've done this horrible thing and will right. you forgive me? You the finality right means there. as far as the east is from the yeah, west. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, in every yeah. moment when I sin, when I live into that old nature, mm-hmm. my very next breath and God's economy mm-hmm. can be one of absolute freedom. freedom. Right. Instead and of shame and guilt. So, so question what does your prayer life look like? Understanding that. Like you, yeah. you under, you, okay, I've sinned. Okay, I've sinned. I've sinned. I've come short of the glory of God. I feel ashamed. How do I pray? Yeah. So I think the reality of it is to pray back to that place, to start at that place where, where Paul talks about gratitude. Mm. It always starts with gratitude. Mm. It starts with Romans 7. You know, when, when Paul hit that spot of, you know, I've, I've come to the conclusion that I'm wretched, wretched man mm. that I am. Mm. Who can save, save me from, from this body, body of death? death. Praise mm. be to God through Jesus mm. Christ our mm. Lord. Mm. Mm-hmm. So the praise and the thanksgiving. Yeah. I think when, when our sin flares up, when our even recalling of our sins flares up, we should view that as an invitation to say, God, I am so grateful for the finished work of Christ mm-hmm. on the cross. There you go. I'm so grateful that you put your nature in me. I'm so grateful that the old has passed away. Yeah, yeah. And so then we start to live a life of gratitude. Right, right, not, right. Not right, gratitude right. because God forgave me of, you know, sin number 12,486 mm-hmm. that I committed this morning. Mm-hmm. But gratitude that I have been forgiven all this time, even when I failed to live mm-hmm. into the finality of mm-hmm. forgiveness. I now as I know I'm still forgiven. And so I'm grateful for this life. So so when Paul he talks about how um 
Paul, he talks about how he was given a thorn in, 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 in his flesh, yeah? And he prayed, can you take this away? Right. And in the Bible, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the Bible, I think Paul had said that this had been given to him so that he would not become conceited. Right, right. right. So, like, is this, is this, I guess what I'm trying to say is, or what I, what I want you to explain as well is, um, should we be a little, just just a little bit more gracious to our own selves? Absolutely. Especially with sin patterns. Right, right. You know, because, you know, here's Paul, and we don't know what that thorn in his flesh was. He never says. We don't know if it was a person who followed him around, who who was an emissary of Satan trying to disavow him and undermine him. We don't know if it was a sin pattern in his life. Heck, for all we know, it might have been his singleness. Right. You know, we don't know. Right, right. But, But the idea that somehow... We can receive God's forgiveness after we kick our own rear ends right. for sinning. Right. Again, diminishes Christ. Right, right, right. And, right. and maybe that's the starting point. But here's the other dirty little secret. If I'm not gracious with me, I'm never going to be gracious towards you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so, you know, you go back. Where we're, we're kicking off this weekend, we're going to start with Mark 12, 30 and 31. Love your neighbor mm-hmm. as yourself. yourself. Implied in that is that I see me the way God mm, sees me. Mm, mm. And so I need to see you as an image bearer of God, certainly, but I need to see me as one too. So you understanding your position in Christ helps you or enables you, I should really say, to love others the way the Bible commands right. us. Right, ah, because that's, right. that's the only thing we have. The only that's thing right. we have mm-hmm. is who we are in Christ. Mm. And yeah. so to not find that, press into that, desire that, seek that, will always create an obstacle between me and others who yeah. God's image is. Yeah, yeah. So, man, this is good stuff. We could talk for oh, a couple hours. Oh, man. And it would be, it would be um, not quite enough. And not but, enough. So, Marlon, I appreciate you, brother. You know I love you, and I appreciate oh, you ch- taking this challenge at the last minute. Oh, anytime. So just know this. If you're watching and you show up at the church for some un- unrelated reason, you may get tossed into the chair and have to uh, have to explain some deep theological so, truths yeah. to us the way Marlon just yeah, did. Pay attention. Pay attention. <laughs> hey, listen. I, I, I appreciate you guys watching this. And we want to just encourage you to have a great time of discussion in your group. I want to pray for you as you head into that time. And uh, I know that that having some conversation like we just had is always a blessing because you see and know God in ways I don't. Mm, mm, And I hope mm. that I see and know God in ways you don't. Of course. When we come together and have this conversation, we both get a bigger picture of not only ourselves, each other, but a God. Iron so, sharpening iron. There you go. There you go. There yeah. you go. So let me pray for your discussion time. Father, I'm so grateful for, for all of our groups that get together. And Father, I'm, we're grateful that we're a new creation in you. Mm. Teach us how to live into that. Mm. Teach us how to live from that source of your nature in us that changes everything, that that alters our desires and our willings and our and brings healing. All the things that allow us to live fully in you Mm. and you fully in us Mm. and so god i pray that you pour that blessing out in the name of jesus on our groups as they have this time of conversation and connection seeking you drawing closer to each other amen amen thanks for joining us and have a great time in your group